Welcome to Leveling Up, where you'll learn from leading experts in talent development and explore how leaders in some of the world's most successful businesses approach employee development, manager training, and more. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. You can also listen on our website at levelingup.co. Hello, all. Today, we have a very exciting topic. We're going to be discussing personal leadership brands which is something that's very important to me because I truly believe that in the workplace, when we're interacting with co-workers, stakeholders, customers, we all have leadership opportunities. And I am excited to talk about how to build a consistent brand throughout all of your various leadership opportunities that you may have. My name is Chelsea, and I am the co-founder and one of the coaches at Marlowe. And at Marlowe, We work with individuals and teams to help empower team members to take the lead in their career. And we do this primarily through digital coaching. Um, So this is an example of a topic that we cover with a lot of different individuals that we work with. So first, I wanted to start by discussing the question of leadership and who really is a leader. They had an interesting conversation with Mary, my co-founder today, around leadership and who a leader is. And we were both discussing how at various times um, in our careers and working with different individuals, leaders can be different people to you. And so there's you know, a thought of, is a leader someone who has followers or do you have potential to be a leader before then? And I think depending on the perspective in the situation, this can definitely vary. And the importance of this for individuals that with any of your interactions or your behaviors, you may have followers, whether you know that or not, in the workplace and in your day-to-day life. So the things that you're doing, let's say you work at a startup, um, you've been there for perhaps about six months, which we all know at startups might feel like 10 years, um, but you still might see yourself as relatively new, perhaps not quite a leader yet in the organization. Um, But that might not be true, right? You might have new people who are recently hired who look up to you for your mentorship and guidance. They are mirroring your behaviors and actions and how you communicate with others at work. This is an important example of how you could be a leader maybe when you don't. Then if you're in more obvious categories, let's say you're a people manager or you're leading a project management team, uh, perhaps you are leading meetings and developing product decisions and guidance. If you have structural pieces in your role where you're clearly set up to lead people, strategy, and decisions. And so those leadership moments might be more obvious to us in when you are a leader in an organization. So thinking of your actual personal leadership brand and what this means to you, there is a brand is really an external perception of your leadership style. So how others understand how you are as a leader and what your style is as a leader. It's that external perception of the style. And a brand is really developed over time through consistency in your actions and behaviors. And so today we're going to be talking about, you know, really anyone listening, because any of you are likely a leader in various aspects of your career and life and how to develop and shape the external perception of your leadership strategy and of your leadership in general. So that'll be the discussion today. Um, So diving right in, 
your brand is also a compass. It's a compass of where you're going, maybe in your career or in your day-to-day interactions and behaviors. And this compass can be chosen very intentionally. So you can make decisions to say, you know, this is my true north. This is what I consider to be strong leadership. Um, And this intentionality starts with preparation. So we have several different categories that we recommend people walk through and consider and think about when they're developing their leadership brand. And the first is values. So your values are the things that you care uh, very deeply about, and they shape the direction of your actions and decisions. So your values um, in the workplace could be things such as creativity, um, a moral, a morally driven company, um, maybe the ability to make strategic decisions, to have intellectual coworkers. Um, anything that where you look around and say, you know, this is something that is very important to me that I value. This is a strong motivator for me in my in my career and in my day to day interactions. So when you consider your values as a leader in particular, this is important because a lot of the decisions that you're going to be making and the path that you're going to be moving forward in is going to be based um, on your core values and in your core motivators and decisions. So we recommend, you know, start by, if you're looking to develop your personal leadership brand, sit down and consider what you value um, and walk through the things that are important to you and start to consider how they've impacted your career decisions and how they've impacted how you work with others. The next important category that I'd recommend you all review as you're developing your personal leadership brand, your strengths and your experience. Um, so experience is perhaps one of the easier categories because you could start by looking at your LinkedIn. What are the things that you've done in your career? What is the path that you've taken? What has gotten you to where you are today? And that experience truly shapes who you are and shapes your professional development, um, which is important. And so every little interaction you've had, however small, is going to build your bias is going to build your understanding of your customs and norms. So as an example, if early in your career, you maybe worked in restaurants and you were really customer service facing. So, you know, if you had experience as a server in high school or college or after college, or maybe even now um, in a service industry, you're really focused on that customer and you learn to have a lot of empathy. You learn to be humble. Um, you learn to take feedback and take feedback very well. And so that service experience that you had at whatever point in your career is going to be very impactful in what your leadership brand is and what your leadership strategy is and and how really depends on you. I know for me personally, um, I worked in a dining hall all throughout college, which I did several stints in the food industry. Um, But my dining hall experience was uh, particularly formative in how I thought about myself and the value I had and, and how I learned to be humble and um, really accept feedback from others. And when you're standing and you're scooping and serving someone's food, you, you learn a lot in that experience. Um, and it's changed and shaped my perception of how I talk to others. And if someone asks something for me, what they mean, and if someone's giving me feedback, um, how I might be able to take that and take that well. So consider all of your experience and how that might impact your leadership brand. And then also your strengths. Um, Your strengths can be very powerful and things that you think might um, 
be required for strong leadership skills. Perhaps there, perhaps there are actually other strengths you have that are going to be more impactful in shaping your brand. Um, so let's consider some obvious leadership strengths. Uh, obvious leadership strengths, if you think you're leading a crowd of people, you're expecting people to follow you, um, you're probably considering uh, pieces of extroversion. So you know, being highly social, having a very strong, bubbly personality, you know, maybe you might even have thoughts in your head that comes to mind with the strengths of a leader or people who can connect and relate well with others. And those things are all true. They're not untrue. Um, but your leadership style could be based on your own strengths. And if those aren't them, uh, perhaps you have a strong strength in reviewing and analyze data, analyzing data, you're more analytical. Um, your introversion allows you to be an amazing listener. Uh, if you haven't yet read Quiet it's on introversion and the power of introverts in the workplace, it's amazing. And one of the things us extroverts, me personally, um, need to remember not to forget is our leaders around us who are introverted um, are likely better listeners. And we can learn from them by seeing how they lead and how they listen. And strong introverted leaders are really harnessing a skill set that is very different from the stereotypical strengths of a leader. So I very much encourage you as you're developing your leadership brand to consider what your strengths are and how those strengths can be powerful when impacting leadership. Rather than just saying, these are the stereotypical strengths of a leader, I need to acquire them. What are your strengths and how can you use them to be a strong leader? It can be very important. Um, then also your work style. So this kind of takes a mix of your values, uh, your background, and your strengths, and shows how you actually interact um, with others in the workplace. And so there are some not-so-obvious considerations here when it comes to um, social norms and behaviors. This might be how you interact in the morning, what time you go to the office, what your type of discipline is throughout the workday. Are you the type of person who likes to have all of your meetings in the morning and then you like to be able to have uninterrupted work time in the evening and the afternoon? You can consider how that ritual and routine might impact your leadership style and your leadership goals. And also with work styles, there are some interpersonal communication dynamics. So how do you give and receive feedback, which I've already mentioned some? Um, how do you give recognition? How do you like to be recognized? Um, how do you build coalition and trust amongst team members? How do you develop strong relationships? And so as a leader, if you're looking at someone who um, builds relationships through highly interpersonal conversation. They just really like to dive in and get to know someone and, and get to know them on a personal level. And that to you is what you might consider a leader. Uh, but your work style is more around really watching it and recognizing someone's strengths and capabilities, seeing when they excel and spending a lot of time recognizing them. So maybe less of that FaceTime one-on-one, but more of that recognize when someone's done hard work and I know how to put in that extra, a great job completing that project, it was very impactful. Um, so the way you are already working in amongst your peers and in your workplace, the style in which you're communicating with people, the style in which you're interacting with them is very unique to you and is likely based on your strengths and values. So if you can identify what that work style is, and really harness it to the, in your leadership brand, 
you can be the type of leader that's really genuine to your personality and is harnessing those strengths. These are all important things to consider when preparing yourself. So just doing a nice audit of your experience, strengths, and work style to see how that would impact your leadership brand. So there's also external exploration that you can do. So I often recommend when people are considering what type of leader they want to be, to start with the examples around them. So who do you consider to be strong leaders that you have seen or experienced in your life? And what is it that makes them strong? So when you're starting by looking at this who category, be creative. This could be precedents. These could be people in history. Um, these could also be parents, family members, mentors. Um, perhaps it's that last boss. If you're really at a loss to think of who this might be. Consider all the managers and leaders you've worked with at your company. Which do you think was that really great example of a wonderful leader and why? Who's that manager who inspired you? Or even go back to school. Who's that teacher or professor who you would have followed through any conversation? They just had you at every word when they spoke. You were completely inspired by them. Perhaps you picked your career path because of this individual. Um, these can also be small inspirations in terms of leadership. So these could actually be peers who you are impressed with how they lead meetings. You're impressed with how they communicate progress and updates. Um, you're impressed with how they maybe carry conversations at the lunch table, really rally people in the organization. These are also examples of leadership that you can look to as a positive. The next thing you want to do once you've identified some examples of leaders um, where you value their experience, the impact they brought to the community that you're in, is begin to explore how they did it. So if you select some people in history, or if you let, select some people who are a little bit more famous, this is a great example for you to read interviews they've done, um, watch events that they've thrown, check out their LinkedIn, um, especially if they are a leader today at a larger company. See how they convey their own brand. And I would encourage you here to start with just a really short definition of what type of leader they are. So when you see them give a speech, when you hear them in an interview, when you watch their or listen to their podcast or read their books or their LinkedIn, what are the adjectives you take away? Try to boil it down to three adjectives that you would describe each person. So if you can identify you know, one leader in history, one person who's a business leader today, and then someone more close to home in your either personal or professional life who you could actually talk to, consider three adjectives for each of them. What type of leader are they? Are they inspiring? Um, are they daring? They take risks. Are they the type of leader who can get work done? Um, the type of leader who you know you want to follow through fire, you know, what, what is it about them? And what are a few adjectives you can use to describe each? And then you can start to dive into more why those adjectives exist. So as a reminder, when I first presented leadership brand, um, brand is really about consistency. And so if you have an idea in your head and the type of leaders people are, um, Steve Jobs is a product-driven leader. What is it that made me think product-driven? 
what are the consistent moves that this person has made either throughout their career or just the decisions that you see them making daily in the workplace that make you describe them as charismatic, that make you describe them as passionate, that make you describe them as mission-driven, values-oriented, analytical. What are the steps that they've taken? Um, and then I recommend with at least one of these people to sit down and talk to them when you can and get to ask them about themselves as a leader. And especially if it's someone in your organization, this is a great opportunity for you to network and also advocate for yourself. You know, I'm excited to be a leader within this company and I wanted to meet with you to have coffee because I look up to you as a leader here and I would love to learn more about your leadership style and the decisions you make. Um, it'll likely be a very flattering experience for them. They'll love to get to talk to you about their style. And I think you'll find in that conversation, and I have found this, that most of the time when talking to people, especially when they have 20, 30 plus years of experience, so if they're a bit more senior, they don't often draw a perfect line in the transgression of their work and their experience. Um, they might say things like, at times I got lucky, or, um, you know, I stumbled into this new industry, or I pivoted into this role, I didn't know if I would enjoy it. But then they're able to take all of these interesting pieces of their life experience and um, draw them into the type of leader they are today. Here's how these things that I learned really impacted me and moved me forward. Um, so it will be an interesting time for you to see uh, someone who has intentionally developed a leadership brand, how they tied that brand together and begin to get ideas for how you're going to do it yourself. So once you have explored leaders and you've researched and interviewed a few leaders who seem interesting to you, it's time to begin writing and promoting your own personal leadership brand. And I normally think of writing the leadership brand in two ways. One is you start at the top. So you start with that sort of summarized, like the top of the pyramid, that very summarized piece of information that is exciting to you? What's the like phrase? And so for me personally, um, it's been about unlocking human potential recently. Just really been tied to this phrase of unlocking human potential. Passionate about that. Um, I like it because it is big enough that it, it applies to a lot of my work experience. Well, has a strong enough impact and meaning to me that I can see the motivation behind it and it carries me through with the decisions that I've been making in my career recently. So it might be easy for you to come up with that short, what is your phrase unlocking human potential, right? Um, it might be something you've already been thinking about and you're excited to try it out. Or that could be a little bit more challenging and that could be something you need to brainstorm. So if you started this activity, you should have all of your values that are important to you, your strengths, um, as well as your experience and some examples of leaders who you think are strong. And so if you take all this information, um, you know, if you're a very visual hands-on learner, perhaps you even map it all out and look for commonalities. Where are the connections? Uh, this is even a good place where you can phone a friend and sit down with someone and review this picture and say, I'm working on developing my personal leadership strategy where do you see common things in these areas? And um, where do you draw lines and connections? Another category here, if you're struggling to find that, that phrase for you, 
is to sit with people who've always championed you in your career. They've always believed in you and been there to support you. Tell them you're looking to develop your own personal leadership brand and ask them for feedback. How would you describe me as a leader? What are some adjectives you would use to describe my leadership potential and my leadership capabilities? And that can start to get the wheels turning and give you their perspective. Um, now, a personal leadership brand doesn't need to be as big as mine. It could be highly specific. So if you're in a specific category of work right now and you're connecting with um, a particular brand that's important to you, that could work very well for you. The point again is consistency. So let's say you're a data scientist and you are working in, um, you are working maybe in a medical field and you're passionate about uh, connecting data to help solve some of the medical questions we have today. That's very specific. Um, and that's great if that's what you're connecting with right now and that's what you're able to build some consistency around. So once you get that sort of top line phrase, begin to think about what that means. Um, so there's two ways you can kind of do this and consider it. One is a more like holistic promotion of a brand um, in terms of your actual digital presence and physical brand itself. So you can look in the obvious places, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, your resume, um, your bio tagline on Slack. What does your little tagline say on Slack? What are the current emojis you're using today? Or whatever chat service or internal communicator uh, or internal service that you are using to talk with your team, what is the brand that you are conveying there? Huh. Does this brand connect back to that top line sentence that we came up with? If not, where are the gaps? And how can you look to uh, draw that commonality? So in your LinkedIn specifically, you'll likely have all of the different places you've ever worked and a summary of the experience you had in those places. You can then go back in and add a top line to it. So here's a summary of the responsibilities that I did in this job. But on top of it, I'm going to have a summary that connects all of those responsibilities back to my headline bio, back to that new leadership brand that I'm looking to convey. And so when you're first writing and promoting your brand, I recommend you start with some of the more tangible and tactical items, if that's the way you think and operate. Um, and sometimes that can be easiest for us, is really going to our resume and saying, all right, this is my brand. Does my resume convey this brand? If not, where and how can I change it? Um, and if you're struggling, again, to come up with ideas on how to change it, that's when you phone a friend, talk to someone you trust, get their opinion. This is the leadership brand I'm trying to convey. With it written down in my resume and my LinkedIn is it? Then there's almost the perhaps more challenging, depending on your strengths and your work style, portion of conveying your leadership brand, which is actually in the consistency of your actions and your behaviors in the workplace. And so now that you have this compass, this sort of guiding North Star and how you want to be a leader and the brand you want to convey, start to audit and review how you actually work. Um, so if I want to be a leader who's very driven, who um, shows as an example for my team on hard work and how to get the job done, but I come into late, I come into work late often. I'm not always showing up timely to meetings. I don't seem to be doing things that are very respectful of individuals' time. 
Um, my leadership brand that I just tried to build is now directly conflicting with the image and the actions I'm conveying in the workplace. So I would definitely recommend once you come up with that leadership tagline, beginning to audit uh, your actions and reviewing how you're interacting. And this could be something that's done very quickly. Um, so you could just carry a journal around for a week, maybe two. And at the very top of that journal, write the brand that you want to convey and just look down and think about it as you're interacting with individuals, as you're attending meetings, as you're responding to email, is this brand being conveyed? Why or why not? And really what you're looking here is for gaps in between what you expect your leadership brand to be and what you want people to uh, perceive you as and what's actually occurring. You can also ask for feedback from people. Now I'm working on developing as a leader. This is the leadership brand I want to convey. Is this the type of brand you think that I'm conveying? Or what type of leadership brand am I conveying? You know, you don't need to start with the leading question I just gave you. Um, you can start by just asking them in general, what's the leadership brand I'm conveying? Why? And is it the brand that you hope to convey? And if not, where are the gaps? And the great part about this is once you've intentionally decided, this is my leadership brand, this is my North Star, this is how I want to develop and grow over the next six months, year, three, five, you can begin to intentionally make decisions to act and behave in that way. So the important thing to remember here and the biggest takeaway that I want you all to have is not just to develop your own leadership brand and think intentionally around the type of leader you want to be and how you are impacting those around you. To actually make commitments to live by that brand and to commit to at least five things that you want to do in the next six months or one year to make sure you're really living by the type of leader you so if you want to be a leader who um, harnesses your, your analytical knowledge to make data-driven decisions and really make a strong impact on your company's goals, um, you need to commit to doing that. And what are the baby steps that you can take there? Perhaps it's scheduling a data, uh, data review for the different projects that you're running monthly. And so you're going to start with setting key performance indicators and actual metrics for what success looks like, and then make sure that you're reviewing that data monthly. Whether or not this is an initiative of your team, this is something you're passionate about, and you want to be known as the person who is data-driven and makes data decisions. Now, if your leadership brand is a little more uh, people-oriented, uh, maybe you want to be known as a leader who's inspiring and, and empathetic and really listens to their team members. Consider what are you doing right now to listen to your team members? And what opportunities do you have to do this more, to draw that consistent brand? And maybe it's making sure, especially if you're at a larger team, um, that you, give co you get coffee with each person that you sit closely with on your team once a quarter or maybe once a month, you know, whatever consistency you can manage and really commit to for a full year's time. And what you're looking to do here, you know, this is really a sort of experiment that I'm giving you over whatever time frame you prefer, which is I'm developing the brand and how others perceive me as a leader through consistent actions and behaviors. And this brand is grounded and rooted in my values and strengths. And I've started by asking and learning more if I'm really living this brand today. 
and make commitments to move forward and live that brand. And then after a determined amount of time, whether that's six months or a year, going to review those commitments. Did I hold to them? And do people know me and see me as the leader that I want to be? So I hope you all are inspired and have some takeaways from this on how you can develop your own personal leadership brands. I think it's very important that we recognize the impact we all have on one another. We're all in a shared community, whether it's based on our physical geography community of where we are or in the workplace and the larger ecosystem um, of various companies around the world. And the actions that we make and the way that we behave and interact with one another is always telling a story. You can absolutely take charge and decide what that story is going to be. So I've loved getting to talk to you all about leadership brands, and I'm excited to learn more and hopefully get to work with all of you on your brand. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Head over to levelingup.co to join our newsletter and to find past episodes. 